He didn't slam you. He didn't bump you. He didn't nudge you. He rubbed you. And rubbing son is racing. And welcome everybody to Locked On iRacing. We are at week three of season three, 2021. I am Peter Wilco Wilkinson, and this is Brayden Martin. How you doing? Or should I say, hold on, Brayden the Guest Killer Martin. Yes, that is me. That is me. We'll get, public we'll get public enemy soon. number one. <laughs> it is. I have seen a few um, private message groups where you are actually a hero to a few people, but we'll get onto that later. <laughs> uh, let's go to this is the podcast. Welcome, news and results section. Uh, we have got an interview uh, coming up this Sunday, so keep an ear out for that. Uh, we're recording two in the next couple of days, so we'll have a backlog of stuff, So, which is pretty good. Uh, we'll work out which one we're putting up uh, both. Very prominent dirt races from around the world. So looking forward to getting a little bit more of an insight into the dirt community. Um, one of them is a very big name, so very excited about that. But we'll f- let you know very soon. Um, j- jump in our Discord if you want to have a chat. See all the uh, information before we announce it to everyone as well. Definitely the place where we ask, uh, we get feedback from everyone, ask for questions and all that kind of stuff. Uh, so lockedonlads.com slash Discord. Hop in there or it is in the show notes. There is a link down the bottom there. Uh, definitely, if you haven't already subscribed to the RSS feed of this uh, podcast from your app of choice, so that way when we release an episode, you get it straight away. Uh, give us a review so other people can out there can check it out as well. But don't forget CD Simtography. Good old Clayton Davies doing some great work out there doing photography. Uh, go see him. Get some stuff done with him, especially if you're a dirt racer. He's doing some really good stuff out there, but he is sponsoring our show at the moment. So thank you very much. You can see all our liveries at the moment, or most of our liveries that we're racing with. With Locked On Racing has his logo on it. So thank you so much for your support, Clayton Davies at CD Syntography. But let's get into the actual, what we've been up to. Braden, what have you been up to, mate, besides punting guests? (laughs) Besides punting guests? Uh... Quite a bit, actually. I've done a fair bit of racing, which is unusual, which comes with the fact that yeah. I've got a little bit of a break from work, which is nice. So, um, just really trying to grind that I rating up. Um, You're doing your best to grind it down as well, too. Oh, well, not necessarily <laughs> me. Too soon or not? Oh, I don't think ever, anything will be uh, not soon enough. For, so. Okay, let's start salty. Give us the salty version first, and then we'll go on to how you've been grinding it up. Okay, well... A couple of weeks ago, I think I mentioned after I did SNL, I commentated uh, the SNL race and somehow I managed to join a race. I don't even know. I was still talking to Alex in the um, broadcast sort of discord and managed to join a race somehow. Didn't obviously race it, turned my PC off, went went to bed, woke up in the morning, checked the iRace schedule uh, app to sort of see what races were coming up that morning and noticed what the... My I rating's gone down by like over a hundred. When I looked at my previous races, apparently I joined a race that I never raced in, lost 119 um, I rating, you know, add insult to injury. Also, the margin port lost the grand final by in 2007. So, you know, just make things worse. <laughs> and then, um, unfortunately, I did SNL this week, uh, qualified third. I was actually really enjoying Suzuka. Uh, qualified third, obviously not in the top split, but in the second split, which I was pretty happy with. Uh, some really good drivers in there. I was really looking forward to racing some of the Aussie car guys. Nathan was in there. John Schultz was in there. Uh, Sean Doyle was in there. And a couple of others as well, I think. Um, so I was looking forward to having a race. 
qualified third, waiting, waiting, still checking tech, still checking tech, trying to send Nathan a message in the in-game chat, nothing's working, just would not progress to grid up. It was just stuck on a grayed out bar instead of turning the green to go to, to grid up. So I tried to leave and rejoin um, and it kept saying iRacing is already running. It wouldn't let me rejoin. Uh, eventually, just to get anything to load in iRacing, I had to quit it from the task manager. Um, and then I tried to get in to at least try and get some SR or something out of the race and it just wouldn't let me join the session again. So lost another 103 I rating for another race I didn't actually get to do. So... 222 I rating for races I have had no control over. Uh, it's a bit frustrating. So there's my saltiness. Good old Sunday night lights. Definitely check it out. Go <laughs> go in there. Oh, no, hold on. Yeah. That's what we're doing right now. Yeah, so that was a bit frustrating. But um, I've actually had a pretty good run of races. So I did some um, races at Suzuka. So a uh, couple of pretty good ones. I, I'd obviously done Suzuka a little bit. The We did the East Track in... Uh, Aussie car, I think it was the East track. Last season, the West track was in there uh, in officials. Um, And then I've also done the full track. I think that's been in officials as well before. So I wasn't actually too, um, you know, nervous about it or unsure about it. Um, And yeah, actually had some pretty good results. So picked up two wins, which was pretty nice. Um, And a third. Uh, and a fifth, I think, in the races I did at um, Suzuka. So that was pretty cool. Um, one of the races, uh, the win probably shouldn't have been a win. Actually, they both really shouldn't have been a win. But uh, this really quick guy, Daniel Otunga or Otuga or something, he um, he never, ever qualifies. He always just comes through the back of the field and won like the last four races I've raced with him uh, really, really quick. And he did the same thing. Um, I was sort of fighting for first. I was, I think I qualified third or something. I was fighting for first uh, with this guy who literally defended from the first lap. So he was taking the inside line, defending, parking it on the apex. Like I could not get past him. Um, and eventually Daniel caught up to us uh, pretty easily with all that going on. Uh, and eventually he got past me. Those two sort of skipped off. Daniel got past him, but the very next lap, didn't defend and Daniel got back in front, started defending, started defending. I was about three or four seconds behind them at this point. Going down the straight at Suzuka, um, the guy that Daniel's sort of battling with sort of swerves right, trying to take the defensive line. They're both right up against the pit wall. Like I'm talking millimeters wow. from the pit wall, <laughs> trying to make yeah. sure that they cut, he gets that inside line. Daniel tried to go around him, I think, and he's tried to come out and cover him almost like a block that have tangled and just crashed on the pit straight and uh, let me go through and ended up, you know, driving off the last few laps by myself and winning. Uh, so that was pretty crazy. And then the next uh, race that I got to to win, I had a third, which was pretty good uh, in a really good battle. And then the very next race, um, I qualified fourth uh, and Do- Donald was in the race, uh, Aussie car. Uh, legend Donald Savannah and he qualified on pole like half a second faster than second and a second quicker than me in fourth spot and he jumped the start (laughs) I don't know what happened he jumped the start um so he had a black flag and then through the s's uh the person in second spot who got him off the line even though he jumped the start (laughs) um yeah actually spun and Donald put the brakes on to try and 
to miss him, got rear-ended uh, from behind and got spun around and went to the back of the field. So ended up going all the way to the back, um, which left me and uh, one of the guys I was battling in the race before to fight it out for the win. Uh, we had a pretty back and forward race and uh, eventually I got in around the outsider. Is it 130R? Is that the name of the corner? The little kink yeah, sort of thing? Bit. Yeah. Um, got him around the outside and then he made a mistake into the chicane at the end, uh, ended up on the grass and yeah, got, got a win, which was pretty cool. Um, so well yeah, I was pretty, pretty chuffed about that. And then, uh, then I jumped in yesterday to try and keep this I rating grind going and, and that was like, oh, sorry, by the way, that actual race was on stream, which was really cool. I haven't won a race on stream in a long, long, long time. So I've been doing a bit of streaming again. Uh, but yeah, yep. jumped in yesterday, expecting to, you know, farm some more IR at Suzuka, clicked into the race. The track <laughs> track map comes up. Oh no, <laughs> that is not Suzuka. <laughs> so nope. I jumped into a race at Hockenheim uh, short A with doing no practice whatsoever um had never driven the track obviously driven and it Hockenheim. is really short it is very short um and yeah i was trying to work out where it was i'm like from your clip i'm like that's definitely Hockenheim, but that's not yeah after anything i've seen before yeah so you pretty much uh the sort of after the kink uh the, you got the main straight then the right hand kind of kinky type kinky uh type type uh corner um you sort of halfway down that straight turn right and cut across the rest of the track so you miss out the hairpin um and yeah. all of that section but yeah daniel gray uh podcast guest uh was in the race and it was pretty funny there's a clip up on my twitch channel if you want to have a look i was like oh you know it'd be nice if he'd stop holding me up yeah. <laughs> on about lap Full three bag in, <laughs> bag in his drive and how bad he was holding you up and then like oh whoops i accidentally him. My bad. Uh, and then yeah very next corner he just I, I originally i thought i missed my braking marker by heaps which i think i missed it by a little bit for earlier in the race but having done the track now it's definitely where i break uh, he just broke a bit earlier than I was expecting and I completely rear-ended him. You know what's hilarious about that? I got no damage from that whatsoever. Not a bent wing. Oh, really? Not a floppy <laughs> nose cone. Nothing. Because I thought, oh, geez, I'm going to be so slow after this. Um, There's got to yeah. be some neck code in there as well then. Yeah, so I think I think that's might be part of it. But definitely I was hitting him no matter what neck code or no neck code. <laughs> he was dying. <laughs> it was just a complete so, misjudgment. What, what I'm hearing is it was Daniel Gray's fault, not yours. Oh, I'd love to say that. It was 100% my fault. <laughs> so, yeah. So, that made for some pretty good funny viewing. You know, he's only streaming with like 130 people watching him. So, I've... <laughs> I very, you had some choice words to say about you too. Very quickly had um, Public Enemy number one. Nah, he was actually pretty good about it. So, I, I, um, I joke. But I think someone might have actually came over from his stream and gave me a follow. So, I don't know if he was hoping I'd punt him or... Because just after that, I got a follow on uh, Twitch. So, <laughs> shout out to that guy. Oh, this guy's good. <laughs> I can't... I like so yeah, so that's what I've been doing. I'm almost up to 2,700 I rating now, but it'd be probably closer to almost 2,900 if I hadn't lost those 222 that I'm definitely not salty yeah. about. Um, but yeah, apart from that, practicing some USA Speedway, which is interesting um, again for Aussie Car this week. Oh, obviously we had Aussie Car. Do we want to talk about that? Yeah, we do. Um, so... I guess, look, we'll start with me because I haven't said much about my racing and look, I haven't done much racing. Um, to be honest, I 
obviously with scraps and and Aussie car that's taken up a fair chunk of my time um work's been crazy but then even worse the the house that we're building at the moment's just gone into overdrive trying to get everything finished last minute uh for the banks before we we sign off on things and start the build so uh basically had <laughs> the last four days chasing stuff up with that so I've had a lot, I had two days where I've just walked away from everything and just basically played some very tediously numbinding games and not jumped in the rig or anything like that so um just to, to sort of escape from things a little bit so no racing except for scraps and aussie car but in scraps we turn left a few times uh, <laughs> about 80 it was 160 turn lefts um on wednesday night stayed on the lead lap the whole way uh didn't really so interviewed emily jones jumped off quickly jumped in did the setup set up the stream by that time it was like five minutes to go before the race didn't really do my setup properly fixed series but you can change a few things to get your tire wear better didn't do that so found myself early on feeling like i was off the pace for starters because i haven't practiced the race at all the track at all um but then being, being charlotte it wasn't too bad because it was a fairly you know fairly easy braking markers and all that kind of stuff but i was missing a couple of tents anyway i was the slowest one out there put it that way um but then obviously the tires where i get my time back is my tires usually go really well fuel consumption is really good i get my time back in that way but tires weren't there because i didn't set the car up right did did the 80 laps made one mistake with like three to go where i just came out of a corner the wrong direction and hit the wall and punted me into the infield somehow didn't cause a yellow flag um but by then my car's ruined i was half a lap down so it was just a matter of staying on the lead lap and being the last person on the lead lap which was a shame because i think we could have got once again fairly close to the top 10 because i had pace there at the end new tires and um finally understanding a bit more of the track and it was was by finding my way through the field you took out the race organizer one of the race organizers mazomo and um when uh, I think, and I actually took out Justin Howe, I think, uh, accidentally as well and everything. So someone spun in front doing some silly things. He checked up and I just went straight up the rear of him and punted him. Broke the front of my car, smoke coming out everywhere. Um, got to the pits, still have my my replacement car there, so swapped it over and got back out there. Um, but but at that stage, I had pace, which was, which was good. And I had fresher tyres and a, a chunk of the field, so... I did just you know one of those one small mistake. I did see you were up there for a little bit, and then there was a restart, and you just went backwards off the restart. Got got yeah, dive so... bombed. I, I don't know if uh, everyone was necessarily adhering to the staying in your lane before I... the line mark because <laughs> I definitely feel yeah, like you got attacked from behind team. before then. <laughs> yeah, there was definitely a certain team that was rushing up the middle uh, on green, which you're not supposed to do, and, and almost took me out a couple of times. And I think. Those people were then involved in some crashes, so they sort of got themselves back anyway. Um, but yeah, finished the race, which was good. Um, leading locked on car, um, could have gone better and hopefully get better. Um, but then Aussie car on Thursday night, which hard to even remember it so long ago now, but we did an enduro and it was around Le Mans. And it was for, for look, it's a foreigner almost a five minute lap to get around that thing you would think okay it's fairly interesting but it's not that's a fairly boring track to, to trace at um on my end 
everything went really well, had fuel to... So every, we were talking, obviously, last week about fuel strategy and all that kind of stuff, how four, four laps was hard to make. <laughs> I was fighting in those first two laps when everyone was fighting, trying to get track position and stay with everyone. No one was drafting properly with me. Everyone's coming up doing side draft, but I'm not close enough to them to get good enough side draft because I didn't trust them to be that close. <laughs> so I was trying to, you know, get up on people and then they, they were getting the side draft, so they were slightly overtaking me, but they're never doing the slingshot method properly. So, And you guys were way out in front, so there was no chance of dealing with you guys. But mm. um, even after two laps, I quickly looked at my fuel numbers and I was well under... Um, what I targeted for. So um, everyone else is like, yeah, cool. I think we're right on. We can do it this first stint. So a lot of us decided to do our four laps on the first stint instead of the second stint, which was the original plan. And I burnt two, over two litres on that fourth lap. And I still had fuel when I came into the pit stop. And um, over two litres, no that's just, me for... that was just a normal lap for me. <laughs> exactly. So. <laughs> That was me on a high burn. Like, I, I was doing 1.8, so I think there was even a 1.7 in there. It was ridiculously low, uh, the fuel I was burning in those first two to, two to three laps. Um, the problem with it, though, I was I was battling with, uh, having some fun with John Snell, um, going back and forth with him a little bit, and he just unfortunately coming out of the Corvette, curve, just after the Porsche curves, I think they're called the Corvette ones, um, coming onto the pitch straight, where, well, sorry, where the pit entrance is before the chicanes, and he just got a little bit wide there on the third lap and spun. And you know the thing, how you aim for the back of the car when it spins, but these skippies have a funny feeling of when you go for the back, they they grip when they overcorrect and they come back on, snap back on themselves. I was, do does the car going to do that or is it going to just go normal? And I decided it was probably going to snap back, so I pulled way over to the left-hand side of the track but it didn't snap back and he just kept on coming across the track. And Always we had... aim for the back. <laughs> I, I know. And, I've, and yeah, and the other thing was in my mind is I don't want the off track for going around him. I don't mm. want the slowdown for going around him. Um, and I thought I had enough room. I thought he was, it was going to be fine, but it, it wasn't. My back right hit his front left. So it was tire and tire contact, which was good. Bumped me a little bit offline, got my tail loose, and then into a slide. And then in the slide, my rear wing, just as it stopped, hit the wall. Um, lost about probably 10 seconds in the whole whole thing. And then I had that decision of literally where I was, it was probably about 100 metres from pit entrance. <laughs> so I had to decide in that 100 metres of how much damage is there. Do I go another five-minute lap? <laughs> for my fourth lap or do I pit now on my third lap ruin all my fuel strategy just in case my car's broken and so I had 100 meters and I'm like in 100 meters it was felt like it was okay and then I just went well I'm going to make the call I'm just going to go for it because there's no front end damage so it wasn't going to be draft related and it was fine the car had a little ding in the back wing and that was about it so I did still did a a pretty significant lap on the last on my fourth lap and and then it was just a matter of fighting hard for to get back that time I'd lost over the next six laps in that spin. And I think I did a pretty good job getting back to about 16th, which I think I dropped back to mid-20s when I spun and qualified 22nd. So overall, did a pretty good job. But I definitely would have been up around looking on the time difference from what I what I lost over that was definitely looking at around the the 
10, uh, the 12 to 13 mark around where, where um, Dennis and Sean Doyle ended up. So, which is a shame because I'm fighting with Dennis for the road to 2K. So that would have been handy to get a bit closer to him. But, you know, in the end, it was a, a solid result with a spin. Um, not not of my own doing. Didn't make any other mistakes that I felt the whole way around. Made the right call on strategy. Probably just had the fueling thing where I tried to cut the fuel at the six litre mark so I could get home with the three laps instead of waiting there for that extra four seconds to put in the last two litres. And it dropped the jacks. I went to put the foot down and I did wrong. So it started putting the next two litres in. So not only did I not get those extra four seconds, but I added an extra two seconds on in the dropping the jacks down and putting them back up again. Or mm. not not the jacks, but it, it let me go, revved, and then it stopped, and then it started putting fuel back in. So I lost about six seconds in that process, realistically, on what I should have done. So definitely would have put me around that 11, <clears throat> 12th place if I had done it all right. But how did you end up going much the same as far as a boring race goes? You sort of sat there and watched a few people just slowly get away from you, I guess. Yeah, so... The start was pretty good. So I qualified, uh, what did I qualify? I qualified 10th, um, which was okay. Everyone sort of in front of me was, you know, pretty fast. So um, I didn't have a bad qualifying lap. Um, I didn't feel, but I definitely wasn't my best qualifying lap. I was super. I definitely stuffed up my qualifying lap. Yeah, I was super nervous. You know, when you got a five minute lap, right? Mm. And you got one lap to do it, mm. and it's an enduro, so it's really important. And you get into the first corner, and you're sideways almost <laughs> 90 degrees. And you're like, oh, shit. That was the kind of guy I had. Yeah. And luckily, I think I reckon it got to 89 degrees before I stopped it almost to a full stop and then got back on track. So I didn't get the off track, didn't get the. Loss of control, so didn't the 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 time counter, but it was a good six seconds slower than what it should have been as well. Yeah, so, yeah and that, that hurt. That was my problem. I was super nervous because I just knew qualifying was everything in this race for me. If I yeah, if I lost, uh, if I started twenty fifth or whatever because I didn't put in a qualifying lap, like I wasn't making it back in the top ten, just about. Uh, so yeah, I was probably a little bit conservative. 10th is a bit lower than I wanted, but in the end it kind of worked out anyway. So I managed to get a position or two sort of in the first section and managed to tag onto the back of the, the hashtag green wall minus, uh, Donald <laughs> who managed to not yeah, set a time. Donald in my, my mirror. He, um, yeah, unfortunately didn't make it through the first lap. I could see him in the, the Porsche curves just after that. And then all yeah. of a sudden there was smoke and he was gone. So yeah. Um, Poor guy. and Chasty also in that, in that group, um, I sort of dropped off a little bit of them, um, uh, but managed to sort of start to catch the draft. Uh, they were, you know, leapfrogging a little bit in the first, uh, time down the straight, um, and I managed to tag onto the back, not easily, mind you, um, but managed to tag onto the back, but caught all of that time up once we hit the first um, right-hander at the end of the the long straight. Um, well, that's when, um, was it Lee Partridge went off? No, so he was at the and the next one. But yeah, we... I was at the next one. Yeah, they went a bit too wide, I think, um, ahead of me, and that sort of yeah, caught, me, right. caught me up. Yeah. Uh, so I was sitting in seventh at that point. Because uh, Sean Doyle was fighting with them at that stage and they're all trying to work out why he was fighting with them. And then. Yeah. yeah. So, so caught up there, managed to tag onto the back, uh, coming into, I don't even know, that left hander at the end of that sort of sh- shorter uh, straight. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Lee. Not with the bank. Was it, who was it? Uh, Lee Harrison. Um, oh, Lee. 
went uh, basically straight on, sort of locked up a little bit, got a little bit of snap um, in the steering wheel, went straight on into the wall. I mean, it was nice. You know, Chasty was up there. It was nice to have two locked-on cars up there together, maybe being able to work together or do something. Um, and I just sort of sat on the back of that six or five. Um, I was in sixth and and was just trying to um, stay stay with them, which I was able to do. So the first um, few laps went pretty well. Uh, we stayed out for the fourth lap and did our fourth lap stint straight away. Uh, everyone did that except for Sean, which was we were like, mm, okay. Well, I I was like, uh, okay, that's a bit strange. Um, figured he was going to go for his four stopper in the middle section. I was like, it's a risk. Maybe he thinks that we're going to hold each other up or something, or maybe going too mm. wide, and, and that made him a bit nervous at the start. So he thought maybe it'd be better to get out in clean air, or rather than clean air, maybe be able to tag onto the back of um, some people in the backpack and draft up on them down the back straight and make up a gap. Um, so we all came in on the fourth lap. I lost a little bit of time in the pits. Uh, I obviously filled up to the top. Lost a little bit of time in the pits, and um, and then uh, they basically drafted away from me. Oh no! The first pit stop, I still stayed with them. It was the second, so the first pit stop went in. The rest came through, and then the second pit stop, I probably took on about half a liter or maybe 0.8 of a liter too much fuel, which dropped me off the back and just. Oh, I actually was in the middle stint as well. I was amazed by the amount of push draft that they were getting in in a row. So the five cars ahead of me, um, I was only 0.6 uh, seconds behind and the five cars ahead of me all managed to um, draft away from me. So normally being within the 0.6 and you're within the draft, you're fine. Um, but because they were all just sitting behind almost like a peloton or like a... Uh, like a um, a pursuit cycling team or something. The drag, the aero effects was just massive and uh, basically causing me to drop back even though I was within you know 0.6 of a second. So that was really interesting to see. Um, and then, yeah, took on about 0.6 of a liter, 0.8 of a liter, too much fuel at the stop, which dropped me off of John Schultz and Ben Snell and basically drove the last three laps by myself about three seconds behind uh, John and about five seconds in front of Chasty uh, and drove around the last few laps by by myself to come six. But, you know, it was, that was pretty good. I was pretty happy with six. Yeah, definitely. That was, that was the problem with it. Once you were out of draft, there was nothing you can really do with, yeah. the, with the people, unless you, 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 like I said, pulled up with someone. But even then, if you're okay. getting someone behind you to work with you, you're not going to catch the people in front no, because need... they're working with people anyway. So... And, and they're already faster as well. So it was just yeah. at that point, it was about making sure I maintained the zero incidents um, so I could make sure I didn't yep. lose those two points. So yeah, it was it was okay. It was, I don't know if I'd want to do it again. Um, yeah, it was, it was fun though. It was something different. I really enjoyed the strategy and, and the teamwork that we had throughout the week trying to work out what was yeah. faster and stuff like that. That was really cool. Um, in terms of yeah. the race itself, it was okay. It was okay. Not the best I've done, def- not the worst I've done. Um, but, you know, I shout out to Ira for trying stuff, I guess. Yeah. I didn't put enough time into practice, really. I could have probably, I needed to shave probably about two seconds a lap off my normal pace time. But, yeah. With, with five minutes a lap, you're getting three laps in. 
I focused on the fuel conservation because yep. that's where my strength was going to be, and yeah, just unfortunately tangled up in the wrong thing. But anyway, it's fine. Then hopefully next season we see a couple of enduros pop in uh, with the probably speedway not going ahead next season, which is tonight's race. Can't looking forward to that. But let's get into the news and the updates. Once again, I'd like to thank CD Simtography if you're after some dirt, in particular oval uh, photography work done from iRacing. Uh, definitely go over to the Facebook page, CD Simtography, uh, and check out Clayton Davies' work. He's got some really good stuff over there, doing some great photos for some of the great leagues over there, some of the best drivers in the world he does some work for as well. So definitely get over and keep, just give his page a like or and a follow as well on Facebook. Um, check out his work and then if you are looking for some stuff definitely go and check him out and uh, yeah give him some extra work because he's helping us out we need to help go support him out as well uh, but let's head into the news and the updates so there is an update uh, patch came out just pretty much after the podcast last week from my understanding um, lots of little general fixes there's a there's a few things um, with the the way the pit stops uh, the pit lanes work in under... Is it green flag we worked out? Not yellow flag for leagues. Yeah, so you can um, close and open the pit lane manually during green flag uh, running. So I get so that would actually work pretty well for Aussie car where... Okay, so instead of... We've talked about, okay, cool, you've got your tyres, but everyone does the first lap anyway, so it doesn't matter. But now Ira theoretically can say, okay, the first three laps are closed for pits. Hmm. And the last two laps are closed for pit, so your pit window is now lap four and lap second, third last. Yeah, and that's that's right. That's where it's going to come into into account, which is pretty good. Yeah, I, I don't mind that. I think it works good for leagues that run manual safety cars as well. Uh, if they want to yep. close the pit lane uh, for any reason, mm-hmm. uh, running their own safety car, I think it would be good for them as well. No, that's pretty cool. And there's the, the, the apparently the rubber doesn't get on the cars anymore. You were telling me as well. Oh, just the rate of the rubber build up on yeah car body panels has been reduced. You know, in case the rubber was holding you back, maybe that's where your extra few tenths are missing. Too much rubber on your car will go. Oh, cool. And I'm just looking here at league points. Uh, so if iRacing gave you a disqualification uh, exceeding incident limits, you would get zero points in that race. However, they now receive their finishing positions. So if you finish still 18th out of 20, you would get points for 18th rather than zero. Yeah. Um, drivers disqualified by admin will still receive zero points, and drivers who registered uh, for but did not start the race will also get zero points. So there's there's a few little changes. There, I did. Which is, is good to see. I did like this one. Uh, they fixed an issue where some crowds were so persistent to watch races they would not leave. Uh, so even when disabled in the options menu, the crowds were still present at some of the tracks. So uh, Chicago, Silverstone, Snedderton, uh, Southern National Motorsport Park, Velusa Speedway, Wild West Motorsport Park, and Williams Grove Speedway have some very passionate fans. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, the Formula V's got a, a camera adjustment as well. So, uh, for, uh, so VR users don't clip through the helmet. Um, fix the, the roll bar camera. So that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, some of the downshift um, parameters for the new sequential gearbox have been adjusted in the MX-5 um, as well, unnoticed. Um, there were some drafting upgrades uh, in the NASCAR um, cars. Uh, and I think there was a couple of other things I saw as well. The IMSA LEDs on the new Porsche 911 GT3 
uh, were displaying the wrong um, colors as well as the wrong numbering during IMSA events. Uh, and then there's a few updates on some tracks. So uh, they fixed... Chicago Street Course, they, they fixed a misspelled <laughs> Yeah, Yeah, so there was a misspelled <laughs> Who picked that up, you reckon? No idea. Someone who's clearly crashed because you're not surely not paying attention to that whilst you're driving around. <laughs> yeah, and the National Bee of Hockenheim Ring removed an errant brake marker. Yep. Uh, Bathurst had some surface heights on pit road adjusted. Um, yeah, that's fair too, I think. There was some terrain that had been updated to prevent seeing under the terrain uh, through the Armco. Um, at Alton Park, there was some incorrect wall collisions on the pit wall at Red Bull Ring. And then apparently there was a gap in the terrain uh, near turn two at Road America and they've updated some signs and things as well. So uh, a few little handy fixes here and there. Yeah, definitely. Um, So look, that's the updates. If there's anything that we missed that you really want to check out and let us know, get into our Discord, lockedonlads.com slash Discord and uh, let us know. Uh, Put in the the podcast questions section if you've got any news and results you want us to talk about. But Look, there's a couple of quick things that came up that I, I want to touch on. Um, it's it's a hard one to explain, but iRacing and NASCAR have become partners. Is 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 a oh sorry, going to an official partnership agreement. So I don't know how what how that sits for things like NASCAR Heat, because NASCAR Heat, uh, the 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 other game which is far more arcade, has always had a partnership or uh, had the license for NASCAR. Um, but I guess iRacing is is putting a bit more effort into the partnership with iRacing. Obviously, iRacing's been doing a lot of stuff with them and and debuting or basically testing out real-world tracks which aren't in existence yet, which is what Chicago is. It's, okay, this is a potential track. Let's make it in iRacing and let's see what it's like and then we will we can potentially go down, down the track and we've got it all sorted out. So, and obviously premiering the new car in iRacing, the next-gen version of the NASCAR in, in iRacing is another another way that they've always worked together really well, but this this partnership is going even further into it. Uh, so look out for a lot more work, a lot more um, closer efforts between NASCAR and iRacing going forward. I just thought it was an interesting one. Like, I know they've always been close, but this is just a further further uh getting that things a little bit closer to so um then also just to quickly let people know this is because this is a personal series that i love watching every year and it's the 2021 version of the iRacing rallycross championships uh they've announced uh the qualifying series for that uh it will launch on the july the 14th uh at daytona speedway uh, the top eligible point scorers uh, in the seven-round campaign will then be invited to join the World Championship alongside the top 10 scorers from last year's campaign. So if you are interested, the dates and the tracks are on the website, but uh, basically the seven weeks through July 14th through to August 25th, uh, culminating at Charlotte Motor, Motor Speedway um, will be the actual qualifiers. Uh, their 5 p.m. ET is the actual uh, event uh, on that the day, the time for that event. So wake up early. I'm pretty sure for Australians is usually the case of, from people who've tried to qualify before. I think it's like a three or four a.m. start generally. But then in September 22nd, the actual iRacing World Championship uh, will start and it will kick off at uh, Daytona International Speedway Long. So and finish 
I was watching yep. the I was watching Bo Albert stream yesterday afternoon, and um, he's putting a lot of time into trying to qualify for the World Championships uh, for the Rallycross. Yeah. So um, he was people were asking, him, is he doing any of the you know upcoming special events? And he's like, look, to be honest, all of my time that's not doing any kind of streaming will be dedicated to uh, trying to qualify the for the Rallycross World Championships. So that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. There's someone the- to look out for. Yeah, definitely. We've we've had people get close in the past, but with rally cross, the problem is you can get taken out very easily on the first corner, and that's it for your for your race. Mm. So you lose points pretty quickly. Unfortunately, that's um, the downside of rally cross. But look, hopefully, a few Aussies get a few good runs and uh, get a bit of luck that go their way, and we can see a couple in the in the the uh, world championships later on this year because it is always fun to watch. I love watching rallycross um, in iRacing. It's really good fun. Uh, so the other thing is we're, we're hearing reports we're, we're in the Tracks Racing Discord with Jamie Skell that we covered a few, well, a fair bit a, a couple of weeks ago um, or over a month ago now. Uh, seems like all races from that series have stopped in the planning. So if you were interested in the track series, uh, you don't, you won't be able to do that anymore. Unfortunately, we haven't heard exactly what's happening with that. Uh, just that uh, it's not happening. So, we'll hopefully, best of wishes to anyone who's involved in that. Obviously, Jamie himself, and I just wonder what happened. But obviously, eventually, we'll find out. Um, bit of a shame because for the news, bit of a shame because it was yeah. a cool and interesting, different concept. So, yeah, that's it. And the more <laughs> and look. I don't want to see the same thing over and over again. So that's why I encourage and, and uh, you know, celebrate when people do different things and try different things because that, you know, more options out there for more people and you never know what can come from it. And it was a really good idea, but unfortunately, for whatever reason, it's not going ahead anymore. So keep an eye out for what Jamie has planned in the future, I guess, because he's always one who's always trying to bring something to the market. So good luck to him. Um... I think he's racing in the V's tonight, actually. So good luck in the in the V's tonight with every that stacked field that's in there. But let us finish talking about news and updates, and let's go into the results, which is brought to you this week by Locked On Lads on Facebook. Go check us out, Locked On Lads on Facebook. I will promise I will put more photos up there. I know Jamie McHenry's been doing a heap of work for us on photos, and I'm just slacking off at the moment. But keep an eye out for some awesome photos that are going up there fairly soon. John McHenry. Uh, and what's that? John McHenry. Yeah, what did I say? <laughs> Jamie. <laughs> Jamie, did I? Yeah, well, there you go. It's how early in the morning we're recording. If you don't know, we're recording on a Wednesday morning just after I've done three or six hours of work. It's really <laughs> fun. Um, let's us head into the results. So we will start with Aussie Car Round 3 for Formula Vs at Sakuba, or about the five different ways that I heard it pronounced on the night. <laughs> Uh, between Daniel Haynes and Reese Gardner, it was some very interesting versions of it coming out, and I'm sure both of them were right. Um, but let's get into the results themselves. It was really, really good night of racing, and you know, packed fields once again. Really good to see. And not only have we got Chaz Mostert in this series now, we've also got Jake Kostecki doing what Kostecki does and, and and not finishing very well. But um, well, well, let's not just let's just not draw attention to Chaz and uh, Jake. We also had Ryan Jones. <laughs> I did see that, and, and once again, do, doesn't know how to, to not take people out, so interesting stuff there, so we, I guess we'll talk about that in the results, but yeah, um, I've got some stuff planned, if I can get it ready for tonight, um, about Ryan Jones with 
scraps and we'll see how, how I can set it up. <laughs> but look out for the, the broadcast tonight by a sim speed uh, of, of scraps. There might be a, a, a little wink and a nod to Ryan Jones from me. But anyway, let's get into the results. So did, how, did you get to watch the race, obviously? Uh, I've watched bits and pieces of it. Um, what was I doing on Wednesday night? I was doing something. I'm sure it was important. <laughs> you're definitely practicing um, Hockenheim, and then you're also watching me after it. So. <laughs> yeah, I definitely watched you after. Um, might have been doing some Le Mans stuff, maybe. But yeah, I didn't quite get to see most of the race. Um, I did see, and you know, friend of the Discord decided to come and tell us how good he was. Also, that Chad, uh, Cameron Dance managed to clean up on the night. So he, yeah. he said it wasn't a spoiler if everyone knows who's going to win already. <laughs> yeah, that's it. It's not a spoiler if, you, if the result was that predictable. <laughs> you know, good stuff. Um, yeah, it was good to see both Cameron and um, uh, David Haynes in there uh, promoting Vs, I guess, if that's a word for it. Yeah, that's it. So, yeah, the results were... As some people may say, predictable. But uh, the first race went to Cameron Dance, who qualified pole, uh, started for, uh, led all the laps and won the race. So nice little trifecta there for uh, Cameron Dance. Uh, he took that away from Martin. However, didn't get the fastest lap of the race. He didn't. Just to point that Almost out. got the four from four. Uh, Martin yeah. Turner in second, and then Chaz Mostert could only manage a lowly third place. So uh, it's good to see, I suppose how good some of these drivers actually are. And I'm sure Chaz hasn't driven yeah. the Vs maybe as much as some of these other guys possibly, but he is a professional well, racing car driver. So, too, Besides Ryan Jones, right, who got the 4X for spinning, um, I can't even remember who he spun. Um, it's not coming to me right now, but besides making that spin... Um, I think it's Mikey Harlan, but he finished not far behind him, so that's not right. Um, the top eight would have had zero incident points. Yeah. Um, so nice. Not only are they fast racing and close racing, but it's clean racing once you take Ryan Jones out of it. So. <laughs> Pretty impressive stuff. So Alex McKellar could only manage fourth. Lee Partridge uh, fifth. Sean McKenzie consistent again sixth. Uh, Ryan Jones, the man himself, seventh. Mikey Harlan eighth. Alex John ninth. And Mitch Dean uh, rounded out the top 10. Uh, some notable notable finishes. Neil Yates up from 19th uh, into 12th. Aiden Schultz up from 21st into 13th. Uh, Ray Oliver 26th into 15th. Um, and Max Donnelly as well, uh, 32nd up to 19th. So some, some big movers throughout the field there as well, which is always nice to see. Yeah, no, it definitely is. Um, it being a sprint race as well, it's pretty hard to make those kind of moves uh, over a long period of time. But no, well, well done to um, everyone in that series. It is going extremely well. Um, yeah, no, it was Mikey Harlan. So that's a good recovery considering he got fully spun on the back straight uh, going into pit entry. Oh no, that's race two. That's what it was, not race one. So those two were went back behind each other in race one. And then found themselves battling it out in race two. Yep. That's where it was. So that four incident points with from Ryan Jones wasn't even that's something else altogether. <laughs> so let's move into race two, which, as I said, um, result much the same as as Cameron Dance points out, uh, except for 
This time, Cameron Dance first, Chaz Most at second, one and a half seconds. Now, I was a bit shocked because he got within two seconds with about three laps, two laps to go, and I thought he was going to get the draft enough to catch up, mm. um, but didn't quite get there. Uh, Martin Turner in third, so that was just Chaz and Martin swapped around. Mitch Dean, uh, who, who came together with his um, brethren in the chicken up at one stage to really, uh, um, yeah... Do we talk about the locked on coming together as well? <laughs> there was two team incidents on the night that were were not the best for for TV coverage. But anyway, we'll move on. I feel like we make um, jokes about Milo cars doing Milo, Milo things. I think it's almost getting to the point in the V's where it's going to be locked on cars just doing locked on things. <laughs> I know, unfortunately, it is. But um, yeah, look, Chicken Up did that in the second race where they battled and and uh, caused each other some grief uh, and, and went on with it. But yeah, look, Alex John in there in, in sixth, Alex McKellar in fifth, which is surprising for those two, um, as considering the start they had to the season as well. Uh, Sean McKenzie uh, seventh, which is really good. Um, and then Daniel Hedeshide in eighth. Ryan Jones in ninth after taking out Mikey Harland, who uh, unfortunately put him way down the back at... Uh, 31st. Did give him an opportunity to make a pretty funny video that he chucked in the Aussie car Discord, though. So <laughs> It was a great video. <laughs> um, you should you definitely go check that out. Uh, look, some of the big movers was uh, Paul Jackson, 37th up to 19th. Um, Ira Felberg himself, 23 up to 16th. But John Schultz, 31 up to 14. Lee Partridge, 33 up to 13. Uh, and then Shield Crawford, 21 up to 12th. Very, very good efforts from all those involved. Can I uh, shout out, in particular, to race one, Callum Heinrich once again, showing how consistency is doing a great job. Uh, 26 from 34th. Really, really good effort there in, in, in number Can one. Can I just say as well, was it last season yeah. Vic was saying how he just wanted to finish 18th? Was 18th the number that he was trying to finish? Yes. Well, he started yes. 18th and finished 18th in race two today as well. So he must have some kind of affinity with the number 18. <laughs> oh, I love it. It's really good. But I'm looking for him. He's not in 18th at the championship. That's the problem no. right now. He's currently sitting... Four points away from that. So pick your game up there, Vic. Pick your game up. So let's go on to the series points. Take us through that. Yeah, so Alex McKellar still leads them um, at the top, just holding on by two points from Cameron Dance, uh, who is five points ahead of Sean McKenzie in third spot. Uh, Lee Partridge a further five points back in fourth. And then there's a bit of a drop-off uh, to Stuart Crawford in fifth, who is, uh, what have we got, 31 points behind him. Alex John... Kirk Broadhurst, Martin Turner, Mitch Dean, and Daniel Hedeshide round out the top 10 with Chaz Mostert just knocking on the edge of the uh, top 10, but obviously uh, missed a round. So um, that doesn't help there. Uh, just yeah. having a look out for the Locked On boys. We've got Nathan Verney uh, in 20th. Yeah. Vic Van Velzen tied with Nick Skariev on, uh, in 21st. Uh, Callum Leon 23rd yeah Leon 23rd Callum Heinrich 30th Matthew Joy 32nd and Jeremy Bush 34th so the lockdown boys are struggling in the V's this season <laughs> but it's the first season it is and we are, it was very much a rookie team we put in there except for Nathan but Nathan's been taken out by absolutely every single other person including himself so <laughs> unfortunately yeah that's where we're at that's it um, Vic Vic. I don't know what to say about Vic anyway. Uh, look, I want to go to the road to 2K points, but they're wrong. 
Um, oh, they are because too. Lee Partridge is on one sixty eight. I just looked up in the Facebook and sorry, the Discord, and the numbers he's posted are wrong. They're not updated. So Lee Partridge still would be on first in that at two forty seven. Yeah. Uh, Jackie Chalmers from way across the pond there in one seventy one. So there's still a there's a significant gap there for him as well. Yeah. Uh, Paul Jackson is still there in third by one sixty five. Uh, Stafford Marsland has dropped down a bit, I think. Oh, no, there's no one in between him. Oh, Dennis might have jumped up above him, actually. There you go. So 157 to Stafford's 151. So, yeah, that's that's where the, the road to 2K is. It's definitely leads to lose. Um, yeah. But moving into the point series, I don't even think the point series are right. No, they're, they're not. not so Iris just posted the wrong thing. Oh, um, but Look, I assume uh, top split's still significantly out in front, but look at that. Nothing much has changed there. Okay, so Aussie car, Skip Barber. Round three at Le Mans, the Enduro. What in the hell happened there? Um, Yes, so... Five green cars win. (laughs) Yep, so didn't get the full hashtag green wall lockout this time, uh, thankfully. Um... Unfortunately for Donald, he was the one that missed out. Um, I did say on stream the other day because uh, I noticed uh, Russell was lurking in the chat there. So I thought I'd go a little bit of fishing. And when I jumped on Donald's chat, I said, oh, it's my favorite Milo driver. <laughs> and R- R- Russell quickly chimed in to say something along the lines of, yeah, he's only he's the only one you can beat. That's why he's your favorite. <laughs> I was wow. like, wow, that's a shot at both of us. That's not very nice. <laughs> so uh, that was pretty funny. But yeah, so unfortunately for Donald, he was the one that missed out. Put it but- this way, they don't. They don't call Russell Clark quick for his driving ability, put it that way. It's definitely more his wit uh, that they're talking about, for anyway. So, yeah, it was a lot of green cars up the front. But you know what was good to see, Pete? There was a lot of lockdown cars up there as well. So between hey, look, the green I'm su- wall and the lockdown cars, impressed. I think we had about uh, eight of the top ten or something along those lines. Yeah, so we, we take the five uh, green cars, then there's three locked-on cars. There's Sean McKenzie, then there's another locked-on car, Sean Doyle, and then Dennis Hancock. Look, Tim Harris is basically a pseudo uh, locked-on car at the moment. Uh, and then you got me down in 16th, uh, Mightsy in 18th, who was only there because of speeding in pit lane infringements, uh, unfortunately, which I then rubbed it in the next day with a nice little man that uh, <laughs> rubbed the salt into the room. So, yeah, uh, we probably could have had yeah, almost so- the next five cars in the top ten. It could have been all green, then all um, locked on. All locked so. on, all pink and, pink and blue. Yeah. So. No, look, we, I think we're going extremely well on the skips. I, I think... The, the the effort that the teams put in this, this season in particular is definitely showing through at the moment. So, yeah, very, very much looking forward to that breakthrough where we get a few people back on the podium again. Because I know, look, both yourself and Chastity are very close and I think Nathan just needs things to run his way and he's going to be fairly close as well. Um, so, yeah, very, very well done to Locked On. But let's get into the actual results. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, Ben Snell had a win. Alex McKellar second. We've said that a few times in the past however many seasons. Pipped, just quickly. Only point pit three between yeah, them. Yeah, only point three between them, but also uh, Alex McKellar pipped Ben Snell for the fastest lap points by four thousandth of a second. So, yeah. very close. <laughs> I love that too. That, and they would have both helped each other along. That that was my sad part about this whole thing was the, the amount of they helped each other out because... Alex wasn't going to make it on fuel in that last stint because he underfueled himself for those last three laps. I know. Um, 
and then there was there was a few others that they it wasn't just themselves they were helping out. But look, they're a team, so so what do you expect? But they they were trying to 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 draft a few other people that weren't even part of their team, and that's the kind of people they are. And it pisses me off that they're so nice as well. So anyway, <laughs> nice and quick. What a to- what a terrible combination. <laughs> uh, but look, Alex Alex John third, um, Russell Clark fourth, John Schultz fifth, yourself sixth, uh, James Chasty after a terrible slowdown <laughs> coming onto the back straight, I think in laps eight, uh, six, seven, six or seven or something like that. Uh, a real shame as well because I seven. Chasty had the pace. He was equally yes. as quick as Ben and Alex and... Well, qualified second for starters. Yeah. He definitely was... He That first four laps, he was just sitting there enjoying life. Yeah. Just watching... A few people battle and everyone else just save and he just saved. And who knows, you know, if, if if he had been up there, maybe Alex doesn't get the opportunity to save that few in the last lap. You know, maybe no. maybe Chasty throws some spanner in the works by fighting a little bit and causing, you know, yeah. that group to break up a little bit. Um, you, you just don't know. Um, so yeah, exactly it, right. it would have been interesting to have him up there. But he was certainly chasing me down at the end while I was trying to make sure I didn't lose any... Uh, incident points but yeah. yeah well there was definitely what i found if, if you wanted to push someone you could still get the speed by side drafting them but they couldn't get in front of you to get or that they'd have to pull behind mm. you um to pull you and then they're up to whatever speed you want to go so it's um there was some there was definitely some tactics there if, if you didn't want to um if you didn't want to um have people draft you and 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 want to put them out in, in the especially going through the corners uh they'd have to fuel save around there and if you broke the draft there they were screwed right. and we saw that with sean doyle was behind um chastity at one stage but had to fuel save and as soon as he broke he bucketed down the field unfortunately so but uh let's get back to so nathan verney in eighth uh, sean mckenzie ninth and tim court running out the top 10 now they all got sean doyle at the end because of fuel uh dennis i think did he stop a third time, or did he? I think he stopped three times in the end. That's what saw him go further down than that. Uh, Tim Harris, unfortunately, had to, had to stop three times. He he stopped first lap. I I don't know. He he came out and said it was a, a strategy error on his part, <laughs> and he owns it. But um, yeah, it was an interesting little race for for the strategy like that. Uh, the big movers, I guess, Jamie Willett's thirty sixth up to nineteenth. Um, Brady Baldwin twenty eighth up to seventeenth. Uh, David Summers 20th for Ira up to 14th yeah David Summers 33rd up to 22nd uh, Farron Hancock's 29th up to uh, 23rd as well so some good movers throughout the field yeah check out the, the, the difference between me and Anthony Connors there for 15th and 16th yeah wow it is <laughs> well a 10th a 10th one hundredth of a uh, yeah sorry one tenth of a second uh, he he was he was about three seconds ahead of me going that last section of corners from the back straight. And I thought, oh, yeah, no, I'm not going to get him. And then all of a sudden, I, I got a second on him in through one of the corners and another half a second on one of the corners. So I came into that last section where the pit straight is, or the, the pit entrance is, and I was about half, only a second behind him. I'm like, I can dive down these corners real quick. And I think I came out of the last chicane and just got behind him a little bit too much and had to take my foot off the accelerator to not run up the rear of him to get myself offline to then go past him. I think that cost me in the end. But um, the other one was Craig Kerman dropped a bucket load of spots there with him running out of fuel just before line. And it was so heartbreaking watching it on the broadcast too because you can see a group of about four cars coming up behind him <laughs> and they just get him like seconds, well, mil- uh, metres before the, the start-finish line. Yep. 
Um, yeah, it was it was very interesting. Like I said, I want to see more fuel and pitch strategy races. And if you're listening, Ira, close the pits for the first and second laps of the race. <laughs> it's going to make a huge difference. Now you can do it. Do it. Anyway, let's go to the season table. What's happening over there, Braden? Yeah, so series points. Alex McKellar's taken a pretty commanding lead over Ben Snell, uh, 12 points. So Ben would have got a little bit back there, but still those 12 points. Then it's a big drop-off to Alex John in third place, uh, who is 26 points back of Ben. So it's really a fight for first and second there. And uh, and then it's a bit of a fight for third place uh, at the moment, unless one of those two have a have a bad round. Uh, Russell Clark in fourth, uh, 14 points back from Alex. Uh, I'm six points back from Russell Clark. Sean McKenzie, 10 points back from me. James Chastanoff, four points back from Sean. What a solid comeback for him too after blowing his engine race one and going from third to 31st in one corner. Absolutely, yeah. Um, uh, Dan- so just to chuck another 30 points on that and all of a sudden he's definitely battling for a top three spot. That's it. Uh, Dennis Hancock... Matthew Mites and Nathan Verney tied on 218 uh, down in ninth. Uh, the rest of the Locked On boys, as you said, sort of Tim Harris in the Aussie car, uh, 205 points in 12th. Jeremy, 13th. Yourself, 14th. Um, and Leon down in 26th. And then obviously Tim missing the round uh, down in 32nd. Yeah. So he'd be a bit higher if he hadn't missed missed that round. Yeah, definitely. He'd be up there around where Chasty is as well. He'd definitely be the top 10. Oh, no, he'd be sort of around Mighty and Vernie, maybe just outside the 10. Yep. So, shame. Uh, the team points. Uh, top Split Racing is running away with this season. Uh, it's not even close. Uh, they are, no. what, 94 points? They're nearly 100 points. Yeah, 94 <laughs> points. So, almost, <laughs> almost a whole round's worth of points already ahead of... Um, uh, yeah, Van Diemen stage, Racing. Alex McKellar could have a week off and they'd still be in front yeah. of the end of it. Uh, then Locked On Racing News and Results. Myself and Nathan Verney in third, holding on by two points uh, to third point, third place from Van Diemen Racing. Uh, then Locked On Race, iRacing Interviews podcast, uh, fifth, White Knuckle Racing, sixth, Locked On Black Sheep Racing, seventh, Locked On Lads, The Man Cave, eighth, White Knuckle Racing, two in ninth, Missed Apex Racing, tenth. Rookie Racing, 11th. First 11 Racing, 12th. 111 Esports, 13th. Bit of a drop-off for them after uh, previous seasons um, with Stuart yep. Crawford missing some rounds, I think, uh, and being the only other locked on, uh, sorry, the only other 111 Esports car in the field after having about six yeah, last season. So bizarre, isn't it? And then it is bizarre. the remainder of the teams anyway. are single teams. So, yeah. Yeah. So let's move into the road to 2K, which I'm excited about because this is what's getting me going this year. Um, and I, I've obviously put a fair bit more effort into this season than the last couple of seasons. That's why I sort of had a had a break coming to Speedway around because the Speedway, we've done it before. I know it. I'm pretty happy with it. So that's why I sort of had a bit of break over the last couple of days and not too worried about it. But Dennis Hancock, 226th in first. I'm 25 points behind him in second. And Brady Baldwin is only then another eight points behind me in third. Uh, Farron Hancock's holding on in fifth, another 10 points back at 183. David Summers and Craig Kerman. Unfortunately, Craig lost about probably, what, six, seven, five, six points at the end. They're running out of fuel. Otherwise, he'd be in, on his own in fifth uh, on 173. Uh, and then Darren Lassou's just back there in seventh on 167. So 
there is 60 points covering the top seven there, top almost top eight, uh, with Ashley Knowles dropping down a fair bit from his stellar start to the season. Um, very, very close. Look, if Dennis has one bad week, it's it's game on. Um, for, and, and pretty much just to hold on to a top three spot, I'm going to have to be battling pretty hard and getting great results just to, to keep it up there. So. To be fair, it only has to be one bad race with the field sizes this season. doesn't even have to be a bad round. Well, that's exactly right. Not even a round of race. So, yeah, especially with something like Speedway coming up, it could, could throw everything uh, on top of itself coming out of it. So... Let's move on to the Anne's Car Series, where once again, the amazing Carl Withy has come through with the goods and given us a rundown of everything that's happening in the oval world of Anne's Car in the last seven days. So take it away, Carl. Hello, chaps and chapettes, and welcome to the Anne's Car Wrap-Up here on Locked On iRacing. I am, as ever, Carl Withy, and we'll be starting off with, as ever, the Monday Night Truck Series. Round 8 of the second series would head to Kentucky for a finger-looking-good race, which would go green from flag to flag. Jaden Russell would once again show some serious speed on the ovals and get pole position, but it was Jason Martin and Aidan Schultz who would battle for first place over the first half of the race. However, Andrew Dyson would work his way to the front of the pack in the end, taking victory by keeping his tyres alive over each stint and having great pace. The results were Dyson first, Foster second, third for Skurlock, fourth for Schultz, fifth for Phelps. The championship is still led by Foster on 312 points. 28 points down is Martin in second. Third place for Micklemore, 31 points off the lead. Robbie, fourth. Fifth for Nathan Clark. Sixth for Hedersheed. Seventh for Raymond. Eighth for Norman Clark. Ninth for Wellman and Phelps both in joint positions. Wednesday night would see the Thunder Series, the Xfinity cars heading to Road America for round eight of the championship. The tricky Elkhart Lake track of Road America would be host for this round, and it would see Brendan Hobson taking pole position over Andrew Dyson. This would lead to a race-long battle between the pair at the front, but action was seen throughout the field, highlights being a fight for P11 and 12 on the last lap between Griffiths and Finlay, racing side-by-side side for the final lap, and finishing with a photo finish across the line. Brenton Hobson would end up taking the victory, fending off the fierce attack from Dyson. The results were Hobson first, Dyson second, third for Foster, fourth for Gallagher, fifth for Anastakis. The championship looks like this. Gallagher retains the lead with 327 points. Second place for Phelps, 39 points off the lead. Third, Micklemore, fifth, Donnelly, sixth, uh, fourth, Donnelly, fifth, West, sixth, Norman Clark, seventh for Hobson and Raymond. 9th for Hunter and 10th for Davidson. Thursday night, the Cup Series would head to Wisconsin and Road America for round 20 of the series. The battle from the Xfinity Series carried over to the Cup with Dyson taking pole over Hobson and the battle was once more a great fight. This time, Dyson's teammate Philip Wally getting into the mix. The three would race on until the very end, changing positions throughout the race and battling all night long, trading fastest laps each lap between them. We would see more side-by-side -side racing around the tricky track with Foster and Gallagher both going door-to-door -door for multiple laps. Dyson would eventually take the win, meaning Hobson would have to settle for P2 on his cup debut. Let's run through the results with Dyson taking the win, Hobson second, Wally third, fourth for Skurlock and fifth for Gallagher. Championship stands like this after 20 rounds. First is Josh Micklemore on 718 points, second Jason Martin 53 points down, Skullock in third, fourth for Gallagher, fifth for Danny G, sixth for Pearson, seventh for Foster, eighth for Dyson, ninth for Raymond, and Traher in tenth. 
This week we'll see the trucks at Indianapolis and the Xfinity and Cup Series will be heading to Atlanta. We hope to see you there on FGM Ecast, your place for ePace, where you can follow all of the Car series throughout the weeks. And as always, a big thank you to Locked On iRacing, your place for keeping you up to date with, Aussie, with the Aussies' best online sim racing action. Thank you very much and back to you guys. Thanks, Carl. That is awesome work. I really need to get over there and have a race with them one night. I keep on promising to, but I need to now. I've got a car, stick it up and ready to go. We'll, we'll work on it one Monday night coming up soon. But let's move into Apex Hunters United. Uh, came around for round two, the big enduro, four-hour at Watkins Glen International Boot Layout, uh, which is a, a good fun layout. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't get to watch this race because of just how time and, and things work. Um, and neither did Braden, so and we don't have anyone covering it from our end, uh, so that's the unfortunate part about it at this stage. But look, Lobs Esports ninety four took out the win, um, which I believe is back to back wins for them. I think that's Jared Philsell's team. Yeah, definitely um, over Harnell Jones United, um, which is uh, I don't know what they did last time but that's that's a good job for them if you able to find us a team listing for that in the discord um it's over there somewhere but they were only 0.6 of a second behind after four hours of racing which is a really good effort um just interesting to note they had 22 incident points versus four for lobs who who won the race so Mm. very very good effort there 125 laps were done uh fastest lap of 132.3 um, very good stuff. Uh, Lobs did lead for 86 of the laps, and, and Harnell Jones United did get out uh, nine points in there as well. Apex Hunted United Esports number 69, which I believe is that? I think Giz's team? Or I think it, it is Giz's team, yeah. Giz and Nick Foster, yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, took the third spot for the P2, uh, the Dallara P217 class. Uh, so eight seconds back. So well done to all three of those. Um, there was some interesting stuff. Uh, not a, oh, look, I can't even read that, but I think it's BD Esports. Yep. Um, number one started 11th and finished fourth. So great job to them. And Trick Esports, uh, they got 10th up to sixth. So that's some pretty good results there. Uh, even Vision Sims. Sim racing, 7-8 up to 8th. Very good effort there as well. Um, half the field end up on the lead lap, which is a really good effort as well. Uh, going through the GTE results, uh, Logitech Altus, G Altus Esports, um, three laps down on the on the Dallaras, which is a very good effort anyway. Um, but uh, they took the win. I can't get distances between the two, but they're on the same lap as BVN Esports 168. Uh, in the Porsche, both in the Porsche 99 RSR. Uh, so well done there. Um, Drop Bear Motorsports uh, got third. They do have a 20 point points adjustment there as well. So something interesting definitely did happen there with the Drop Bear team, as it always does. Um, and yeah, that's that's the top three for that. We then go down to Apex Hunters G3, GT3 class. And in the Porsche 911 GT3R, eight laps down on the on the Dallaras, uh, Team FA Alonso Kart Australia took out the win. I believe that's two in a row for them as well. Um, very good effort there. Drop Bear Motorsports once again doing a great job. 
uh, Sam Blacklock Media uh, version of that in the GT3s taking second and Evolution Racing Team 226 in third. So congratulations to all those guys that are guys and girls that um, raced in that series. Any other points that I missed in that that you want to bring up? We'll just get straight into the pro truck show. Yeah, now. not too much. I did see a slight little bit of the broadcast, um, and you know, uh, I really like the way that the series is being run. Very professional um, by uh, Nick Foster and Shane Van Gisbergen, as you would expect, um, and the way that they sort of act and uh, talking to people and interacting on Discord is really, really good to see. You can see why um, yeah. Shane's so well-respected, not only in the racing community, but also in the sim racing community. Yeah, no, definitely. It's um, it's a very good little Discord to be part of. We always see things happening that people seem to be working together. There was a few spots. If we had have had a, um, a GT3 driver ready, from what I understand, looking at our Discord in the afternoon, we could have had a locked-on racer in there that uh, for that race because there's a few teams that were looking for drivers. So maybe that's something we focus on, uh, getting some drivers ready to, to jump up into the big league uh, fairly soon. Uh, probably something for next year. Uh, there are a few people interested in GT3, so looking forward to that. But let's head over to Justin Howe who I hope I can get a recording with. Sorry about last week's little mix-up, uh, but I hope you enjoyed Cameron Dan's version of it. But hopefully we've got Justin Howe taking away the last race in the showdown for Pro Truck Showdowns for a little while. Uh, he gives us a bit of a recap of what happened in the season. Here's Justin. Have a go. And welcome, Justin, to the podcast, mate. How are you going? Uh, sensational. Yeah, had a pretty action-packed night tonight, so uh, it's great racing. Excellent. So this is the final round, Pro Truck Showdown for a while. Run us through what happened, and then we'll talk about, we'll wrap it up uh, before, uh, till the next time we come. So what happened tonight? Uh, tonight, first race, um, uh, we had uh, 14 trucks for the night, I think. 14 trucks, yeah. Um, Brenton Hobson got out to a reasonable start and then got hung out to dry over the bank and uh, went to the back of the field. He was Whoops. in line for uh, picking up the championship this round because uh, Cooper Webster uh, missed this round. So, uh, unfortunately, he, he will drop down in the points totals. Uh, so, he had uh, Zach Blanche rocket out to a, a big lead in, in race one. Um, ended up with a, a two-second advantage over Cameron Dance. Uh, they had a, a good dice there for a while. With Glenn Possilweight coming home in third, it was a fantastic oh, well, result nice. for him. Yep. Um, Gregory Favell came in for fourth place, uh, about a second behind Glenn Possilweight. And then we had uh, Jaden Russell rounding out the top five uh, there for Synergy Sim Racing with uh, Brenton Hobson right behind him, who was uh, chasing all the points he'd get tonight, but uh, <laughs> couldn't make it past his teammate Jaden. So. Uh, then just to finish out the top 10, we had Brian Trezice, Mitchell McLeod, Wilhelm Layton, and Dan Stevens. They're running for Mad As Designs. Nice. So then that brought us to race two. We flipped the field again, the front top seven. Uh, no, for the uh, con uh, for race two, we had um, a normal start this time because we run a land rush start on the uh, Crandon. Oh, okay. Yep. So uh, that's pretty much luck of the draw. You're, you're 10, yep. 12 wide, and um, it's just who can get to the first quarter. <laughs> She's awesome. 
a wild start, great to watch. Brent uh, Brent Hobson got out to a good start with uh, Dan Stevens absolutely rocketing up to the front, uh, so they were dicing for a while. Uh, then we uh, ended up with uh, it was a good good race between uh, Brenton Hobson and Jaden Russell. Uh, then Cameron Dance uh, was sort of out on his own with the finish there in third position. Uh, Dan Stevens come home in fourth, uh, and Jake Jackson come home in fifth. Uh, I come home in sixth myself. Glenn well uh, Postlewaite come home in seventh. Yep. Uh, Brian Trezice come home in eighth place with Zach Blanche uh, having an unfortunate start of the race. He, uh, him and Mitchell McLeod got together uh, on the first hump after the first corner. Um, bit of an unfortunate sort of clash and uh, ended up barrel rolling for, quote, what felt like one minute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, uh, yeah, he ended up coming back up the field and then and coming ninth there. And Wilhelm, uh, Wilhelm Leighton rounding out the top 10. Uh, then the three. final. Yep. Uh, yeah, final was a, a great race between uh, Brenton Hobson took it out, had a good start, pretty much led from start to finish. Uh, he had walked out to a six-second gap. Uh, then we had... Uh, myself and Zach Blanche with a, a, an immense dice between the two of us uh, for second and third. I come home second. Zach Blanche come home third. Nice. Uh, then we've uh, got Cameron Dance come home in fourth. Jaden Russell come home fifth. Uh, Glenn Postlewaite and come home sixth. Seventh was Dan Stevens. Eighth was Jake Jackson. Ninth was Gregory Fravel. And tenth was Wilhelm Leighton. So that finishes up the season, Justin. How did it all look at the end of the season? Uh, the journey to the end of the season was quite interesting, actually. We had... Yep. Um, I'll just run through the top threes of, of all, each round. Uh, we had Jordan Crusoe for round one in first position, Jaden Russell, P2, and Cooper Webster in P3 for, P3 for the total round... Yep. Uh, results there. Round two was Cooper Webster once again, uh, Glenn Possilwaite and Jordan Caruso uh, for the total points takeaway there. Round three was Zach Blanche uh, in P1, Brenton Hobson was in P2 and Cooper Webster in P3. So uh, Brenton caught back a few points there. He had a really bad round in the first round, unfortunately. Uh, round four, Brenton Hobson. Uh, took out the round win with Cooper Webster in second place and Glenn Postlewaite in third. Uh, then we moved to round five where uh, Brenton Hobson took out the win again with uh, Cooper Webster in second place and Ben Snell in third place. Yep. Uh, round six, our final. The total round points for that was Brenton Hobson in first place. Cam Dance wow. come home in second place and Jaden Russell Another one there, the Synergy Sim Sports uh, Sims, uh, come home in third. Um, okay. Very late on in the charge, unfortunately, because uh, Cooper Webster didn't turn up. Uh, Brenton Hobson took out the round, uh, the season championship. Sorry. Yep. Um, with Glenn Possilwaite coming home in second, uh, myself in third, 
and Jaden Russell in fourth, and Zach Blanche come home in fifth. Uh, so that that was the uh, the total championship. There it was really close between myself and Jaden Russell. Uh, yep. That come down to the wire with uh, nine thirty nine points and nine thirty six points to Jaden wow. Russell. Uh, so the synergy boys are all up there. Three, three synergy boys in the top five, and yep. Um, so yeah, they they put up a good show for us. Excellent, well done. Very good season, and it's been fun sitting along with with you. So how long is the break for we got at the moment? Uh, look, just few, due to a few personal uh, issues, we, we'll be having a, a break of a month or a month and a bit. Um, yep. Just unsure. We'll need to organise a few things. But um, otherwise from that, we'll uh, be back at it, uh, look, inside two months from now and um, yep. look forward to season six. Uh, it's it's going to be a ripper. We're going to change a few things up. We've got different point systems. Uh, we're going to run um, uh, faster slaps and top qualifier and stuff. So we'll earn yep. points, extra points. Yeah. So really uh, shake things up a bit, change the style of tracks we're going to and, uh, yeah, keep a few few dirt ones in there for the dirt boys to uh, keep it all mixed up a bit. Excellent, definitely. So, look, where can people find all the stuff and, and keep an eye out for where it comes out? Uh, look, we're on, on Discord, of course, which you'll find the link on our Facebook page at Pro Truck Showdown. Uh, have a look there. Uh, we'll keep you informed over the Facebook uh, I'd also like to thank Coffee Mugs Commander and Hot Toddy's Heating Installs. Uh, both those guys uh, have supported the, uh, the series since the, the inset, and uh, it's been really appreciated. Uh, would also like to thank uh, Hobo or Hobo88. Check him out at Facebook, Instagram, Twitch. Uh, he made the little video ad for us and yep. uh, <coughs> Robotica's um supplied us with a soundtrack for the the video which is really appreciated uh so we got a licensed video for a licensed soundtrack for the pro truck showdown was quite exciting excellent very good effort so thank you to all those people who helped out bring the series to it is what it was and uh yeah look forward to catching it in the very near future hopefully Thank you so much for your time, Justin. Thank you for helping us out so much. We will catch you in the near future and definitely create some more contact with you soon. Have a good one, mate. Thank you very much, and thank you to Locked On. I appreciate all your efforts. No problems at all, mate. Have a good one. See ya. Bye. And thanks for that, Justin. We're hopefully doing some more stuff with you fairly soon. Now, let's head over to the Aussie Online Gaming's Scrapped Series, Truck Series on a Wednesday night on SimSpeed TV that we've got locked on cars in. So let's let's have a look at round one. Now, Braden, you got to watch a little bit of this because you're watching my ugly face on <laughs> uh, SimSpeed. And what did you think of the overall race? Yeah, it was good. It was really cool to hear the strategy playing out. So I basically had, I can't remember which way I had it, but I had one of, one of you guys stream either yourself I think I had Tim up for the first bit before he decided to bin it um, and then I put yours up for the second half uh, on the Apple TV and then I sort of had the SimSpeed broadcast going on my phone so I could sort of hear the the commentary and what they were thinking. Um, Yeah, it was interesting. It's definitely like I always thought oval racing would be one of the most boring forms of motorsport possible but it's actually kind of cool now that I understand it a bit more and then hearing the behind the scenes of what's going on. Uh, while you guys are racing. Um, it does make me want to do over racing more often, but 
there's only so many hours in the day I can dedicate to sim racing. Yeah, there's that exactly. much stuff I want to That's do at the moment. It's it's not funny. So yeah, no, it was really good. Yeah. So look, Brain uh, Bolos from overseas uh, came in and took the win by 0.14 of a second over Matt Danson. So well done to Matt Danson. Starting in P1 though, Matt Danson. Uh, unfortunately, Braden was able to get him. It, was, it came down to pit stops and, and restarts, which was the big thing. I, I did hear in the post-race interviews that a few of the guys were starting in first gear instead of second and just getting that bit of an extra jump. Uh, but it is something very tricky. Launching a, a truck at the best of times in first gear is frowned, fraught with danger, let alone at 60 k's an hour behind a pace car with cars beside you so well done to those who were doing that to get that advantage but jason martin came in third so that was your podium qualifiers finishing in podium positions just a slightly different order uh jaden russell in fourth daniel yeaman who's a big part of the organization of this in fifth bo albert after spinning early on and having to get a spare car came in sixth so well done to him for altus there daniel stevens in seventh maddie jones in eighth and uh, Nigel Payton in ninth and Michael Skurlock in 10th. Uh, I need to talk about Michael Skurlock soon because he's not racing crank colours at the moment in that series. So I don't know what's going on there. Um, anyway, so lead laps had uh, 19 cars on the lead lap out of the uh, 30 strong field, which was a pretty good effort. Uh, I was myself was the last one on the lead lap, like I mentioned. Uh, there was some, some solid movers of... Uh, Matthew Kefford from 27th up to 16th was actually leading there for a while on one of the restarts uh, 30th to 17th was Michael Taglianich uh, and 15th up to 9th was Nigel, Nigel Patton we mentioned before 14th up to 6th for Bo Albert so considering where he, where he started plus the spin it was a very good effort as well so uh, that is, it would end up being 78 laps, end up going time certain, which they did change midweek, and I didn't realise there was a 60-minute time certain race. Um, but yeah, that was a roundup of what happened in Aussie Online Gaming Scraps Trucks. And we go to Atlanta tonight uh, for round two, so look out for that race. So... Then let's head to Sunday Night Lights, where I believe you've got a pre-recording there with Alex McKellar. So take it away, Alex. G'day, everyone. Alex McKellar here, the host of Top Split TV's ongoing coverage of Sunday Night Lights. Round three of season 24 saw the best of the best of the world of skippy drivers once again head to the Suzuka circuit in Japan. The Grand Prix layout drawing a season's best strength of field, once again reaching the mid-4600s. A hotly contested qualifying session saw Mivano Sim Racing's Manu. Big Breaks Luketa secure pole with an outstanding single lap time of 224.4, eclipsing the next best time of Apex Racing's Benny Simonson, who joined him on the front row, missing out on pole by the slimmest of margins of three one-hundredths of a second. Julian O'Frey put in his best qualifying performance of the season so far, starting third when the green flag dropped, with the other Mivano sim racing driver Ludwig Gidi joining him on the second row of the grid. For the first time this season, Chris Herrera joined the SNL grid, starting in fifth. Corey Lean was the best of the ANZ club drivers in qualifying, putting his skippy on the fourth row, in 8th position with the only other ANZ driver in the field 
Vasco Sorovsky starting 16th. The race got underway for the first of 11 laps of the picturesque Japanese circuit with a dramatic series of collisions in the second half of the field as they exited the first turn and tackled the Snaking S's series of corners, seeing multiple drivers come a cropper and really decimating the bottom half of the grid. This incident seeing an end to the competitive outing for the lone local Japanese driver, Gael Kawabe, who found himself unfortunately tied up in the incident, robbing him of the chance to shine in his home event. Whilst there were pockets of excitement throughout a stretched out field, the story of the race really was up front in the battle of five cars vying for the win. What started out as a group of the top six qualifiers breaking away soon settled down to be a group of five after Giuseppe Tolini was unable to hang on and was forced to run a very lonely race to cross the line ultimately in the same position he started, that of sixth. But the five at the front put on a show for the ages. There were battles in battles as the leading duo of Lucetta and Simonson fought to break away as a pair with Gidi, O'Frey and Herrera racing as hard and as close as anything we've seen for several seasons, while both trying to push forward in the lead group and at the same time not lose draft. Periodically we saw Lucetta seemingly torn between breaking away and dropping back just enough to keep his Mavano Sim racing teammate in draft and fighting for the win. On more than one occasion, his teamwork was rewarded with the hard-charging Geedy chucking it up the inside of the hairpin with the teammates running side by side before settling back to line astern in their effort to lock out the top steps of the podium. Pushing the limits of their cars and the circuit to the extreme as the laps ran down, Chris Herrera seemed to be stepping just outside the limits of both at times, seeing his night ending with an extremely strong fifth position. From there, it was O'Frey who challenged the podium all the way to the final chicane to ultimately finish fourth. It was at that very chicane where we saw the Mavano races split in two in an amazing display of skill by all involved to run right on the limit without ever making contact in the absolute heat of battle. Benny Simonson putting his apex racing machine in between the teammates and seeing him take out second position. With Gidi outpointed to sit on the third step of the podium while his teammate Lucetta really stepped up to take the win. It was one of the best lead pack battles we've seen in the history of the series and it certainly augurs well for the races to come. Corey Lane perhaps having one of the drives of the night after having been turned to face the oncoming traffic in the opening lap melee, the ANZ driver fought his way back to finish 8th in a combination of good driving and good fortune. As we head around the grounds to take a look at the lower splits, we saw the top four positions in the second split taken out by local ANZ club members with Mitchell Nichols taking out the win just ahead of the Aussie car trio of John Skoltz, Sean Doyle and Nathan Verney the latter two making their entry into the series for this season and doing so in style. Perhaps the one thing costing the local boys from snaring all top five positions was the unfortunate network failure of Braden Martin, the locked-on iRacing podcast's own, failing to take the grid in his return to the track after last week's debut in the commentary team, 
where he was let down with technical issues that cost him dearly in the end. A continuing purple patch saw Mark Jeffrey grab more SNL points in his top 10 finish in the second split, with the SNL stalwarts season continuing to build nicely. Turning our attention to the championship standings, with two wins from three races, Manu, Big Breaks Luketa, continues to lead the way, six points clear of his Mavano Sim Racing teammate, Ludwig Giedi, who is a further nine points clear of Julian O'Frey. Once again showing what SNL is all about in pushing hard, even from strong performances in the second split, we see Team Milo's John Skoltz leap four positions to be the leading ANZ driver in the championship after three rounds, sitting in fourth overall. Another podium from Apex Racing's Benny Simonson sees the Danish expat rounding out the top five. With another good haul of points, Mark Jeffrey continues his rise up the ladder to sit one place higher this week in ninth position, just ahead of the only other ANZ club member on the leaderboard, Corey Lean, who rounds out the top 10 drivers to this point in the season. Next week sees the SNL juggernaut return to the Hockenheim ring for only the second time since the track's introduction. This time, the best skippy drivers will tackle the short A layout, which will no doubt reduce not only the lap times, but the impact of the draft on overtaking opportunities. It'll be very interesting to see how these top flight drivers take on this new challenge and what type of racing it will bring. Whatever the layout brings by way of strategy, there is no doubt that the quality field drawn to battle it out each Sunday night will once again leave it all out on the track. So join us on track or over on the Top Split TV Twitch channel next Sunday night at 9.15pm Australian Standard Time for some of the best racing you'll find anywhere. It'll once again be the place to be on a Sunday night. Thank you as always to our friends over at Locked On iRacing Podcast for giving us another platform to share the amazing racing with an extended audience. We are certainly still looking for our next ANZ Skippy champion. SNL gives you the platform to take on the world. So many of our champions have gone on to take out the overall official Skippy Championship as well. The last eight champions have won both titles. So I'm calling out once again to the ANZ community to get out there and show your stuff to the world. Finally, a massive shout out to the ongoing support we get from the drivers in the SNL community on track and off. As we always say, SNL is for the community, by the community, and that's how we like it. Until next week, though, this is Alex McKellar signing off. Ciao for now. Thank you for that, Alex. That's uh, another great effort as always, and hopefully we'll get Braden up into this uh, top split eventually, and he might actually be able to race soon. We'll see. <laughs> hopefully, we can. if he stops losing eye rating, we'll get him Still too there. soon. Uh, but look, too soon still? Okay, sorry. Um, no, nah, it's a very good effort you're doing over there. So, look... Let's head to thanking our sponsor again before we wrap this up. So CD Syntography, go check them out on Facebook. We'll have the link in the show notes if you need to get there. It's also on the little, uh, if you're watching the web browser version of the podcast, it's on there and it's in the YouTube link as well. Uh, So thank you, Clayton Davies, for checking, for helping us out. And look, we do need the help because this is becoming a much bigger job than we ever did think. And it is, we're now looking, I'm looking at different ways of recording, which is going to cost even more. So look, thank you everyone who is helping out where they can. Uh, It means a huge amount, just the actual, um, not even the money support, but the actual support from people like uh, Carl with the Advanced Card, Justin Howe from Pro Trucks, 
Um, and then Alex McKellar from Sunday Night Lights been able to record that stuff for us and anyone else who's recording things for us for news and things like that pre-recording, it yeah makes a huge difference to our yeah. podcast. So thank you very and we- much. And hopefully we'll get some new expanded things happening sometime in the near future we'll be able to tell you about as well yeah but Brady, oh, what you i was say? just gonna say and yeah like it helps us we want to be the hub for the sort of uh iRacing community down here in australia and new zealand so you know if you want to be a part of it and get your series out there we're more than happy to take take things on board um and yeah it sort of we want this to be the central spot that everyone comes to find their results or their news and um, be a bit of a community-based project so that's it and not just the um the podcast itself but the facebook and the discord uh that's what we're, that's what we're aiming for so help us out come and come and join in the fun uh but anyway let's move on to what's happening and where people can find you which Braden, what have you got coming up and where can people find you yeah, so uh, you can find me on twitch.tv slash the one d way. It's been really nice. I've been uh, picking up some followers here and there over the last few weeks. I've been streaming the uh, last few days, actually. I'll probably try and do another stream maybe today uh, while I try and get that I rating up. So, yeah, come over. It's been nice to actually have some people to chat with while I've been racing. And I'm actually getting pretty close to that affiliate. I just need to get the average viewers up now. So if you want to come over and help me out with that, that would be awesome. Uh, and then, yeah, if you want to hear me talking about motorsport or whinging about football or complaining about something, uh, come check me out uh, at uh, or on Twitter at Braden Talks. Yeah, well, don't do what I did and um, leave your stream going <laughs> overnight where average viewers go down to one because it's just the end screen up there. <laughs> uh, thank you to everyone who watched the stream for some reason between the hours of 10 uh, p.m. and 6 a.m. in the morning, uh, the other morning, it might have been 5 a.m., um, it, was, it was apparently a fun stream uh, but look you can check out those streams at locked on at twitch.tv slash locked on lads look we're at 440 I think at the moment we really need to push for 500 so if you are watching this and you haven't followed us on twitch go over and give us a follow because I would really like to hit that 500 mark on locked on lads and it's a good channel and obviously to do that I probably should stream more but uh, I'd be streaming tonight at around 8 o'clock for scrap series tomorrow night uh, at about seven o'clock for the basically as soon as my wife's um, dance class is finished because the noise from that gives me copyright strikes. <laughs> so as soon as that's finished, I'll be live uh, for Aussie Casket Barbers, and then hopefully this week um, Friday I'm trying to get another hunting stream or some kind of a, a multiplayer stream going on this Friday night. I haven't told anyone yet, but eh, see what happens. Um, and then hopefully once things die down a little bit, I'll get some more day streams happening again, playing some fun, interesting games, which I want to bring to you during the day at the moment. And then obviously some races, cause I need to do more visuals. I just don't, um, I don't, and I want to get that road to 2k happening and get over 2k so I can be faster and better with people. But look, the other thing we want to push is locked on lads. YT is our YouTube channel. That's locked on lads. YT. If you can go give us a subscription over there or follow whatever they call it over there, smash the, the bell all that kind of stuff. Uh, we're at 3.30 at the moment, so we're, we're pushing on. The, the end goal is to get to 1,000, um, but look, the next goal is to get to 400, so if you can help us out over there, that'd be great. We are putting most of the pod, all the old, old episodes of the podcast up there, so it will be the hub where you can get all the old content, um, and we will eventually start putting other content up there soon once I just get some spare time, which hopefully, the way things are going, should be in the next couple of months. Um, touch as much wood as I can but look, they're the places you can get us. CD Syntography, as we mentioned before, go check them out. 
uh, lockedonlads.com slash discord. Come be with us. Come spend your time with us. Come see what we've got to offer. Uh, it's a good little community growing, and we want to welcome you to it. So thank you, everyone. We'll be back on Sunday with an interview. I'll let you know who that is during the week. But until then, have fun and keep racing. Drive safe, drive fast. Drive safe, drive fast.